I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Winners of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the last. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Well, welcome one and all. Welcome to um, a Tuesday night at the Den. I'm alongside Neil Andrews. We're watching a movie, Neil, aren't we? Yeah, we are. It's great. <laughs> it's the it's the video for the re- the return, the video. We're awaiting the entrance, the second coming of one Timothy Filaga Cahill. Any moment now. Beautiful piece of work, Neil. How do you rate it in terms of filmography, mate? Oh, it's up there. Scorsese? Spielberg? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's the goals that do it, though. The goals is one from Tedder from Timmy Cahill at the uh, away, and that's Mother's Day Massacre we're watching at the moment. Seriously, it's a great video. I, I'm, I'm, I'm joshing, whoever's listening. There's one there against uh, Bradford, I think, that is. Another sliding shot from inside the six-yard box. Another one was a volley against West Ham, 2004. Return of the prodigal son. The biggest second coming since Lazarus. Since Frank Sinatra. Arguably since Jesus. <laughs> Jesus wasn't very good at crosses though. <laughs> Music building to a crescendo. The Bermondsey Quartet. Another one here against uh, Sunderland, of course the goal against Sunderland. Took a little deflection all the way through, but there it is, and he's running away. Helicoptering his shirt! The Bournemouth Quartet move into their, their finale, and there he is coming towards the uh, tunnel with his KL number 7 shirt. And we're all looking down now to the tunnel. Photographers in a U-shape around the tunnel down there. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please make some noise for the return of the one and only Tim Cahill? 
fantastic sight. I'm fully approve of the move. I mean, there's no downside, as we've said on previous shows, in my opinion. You back the move, sign in there? I do, actually, yeah. It's just going to lift the club. It's a buzz. Well, not only that. I've been watching him inside the Australia games. Yeah. He's still very good up front. Yeah, for like, where he's playing. He's strong. He just needs to get some match fitness back and he'll be yeah. a sharp person yeah. to their squad. And also, you know, he's made me a lot of money down the years. There he is, being photographed, photographed with uh, previous year's heroes, Les Briley and Terry Hurlock. Great move by the club, fantastic um, build-up attention. A few bits of fake news about him signing for uh, Nottingham Forest. Then QPR, Holloway was supposed to be in for him, dear listeners. There he is, in his tracksuit. Listeners, welcome to Afton Millwall. My name is Nick Hart. I have sat sitting alongside me, Crazy Horse himself, Neil Andrews. We're here to watch the championship fixture, high-profile championship fixture against Derby County. Um, difficult side, actually. They're second in the table, Neil. Be a big game. Yeah, I do like a Derby match. <laughs> the old ones are the best. Is it the 2014 World Cup? Is it 14 yet? I um, backed him to score every game. Yeah. Be Australia's top goal scorer and to score more than or two or more goals wherever William Hill won a small ball to. <laughs> Especially that cracker against Holland. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Made do a few quid. He'll do the road. I mean, he'll, he'll put bums on seats. Well, he plays up front and, you know, everyone's talking about impact subs and things like that. And, you know, if he comes on... He's got a score with a header. You know, the number yeah, of crosses we put in. The goal scoring department's been where we fall in short. It is. I mean, everyone goes on about Gregory Morrison, but, you know, we ain't had anyone. And I, you know, I'm not saying he's a 20-goal-a-year striker, yeah. but we haven't had one of those for a good while, actually. No, but I've not seen Morrison was hitting him in the back of the net again. It's going to be interesting to see where he fits in. Uh, Morrison and Cahill, Gregory Cahill. Who's going to, who's going to, who's, where's he going to fit into the yeah. team? Norwich fullback, Toffolo. Oh, yeah. Interesting signing in itself. That's why I'm here tonight. I want to see Toffolo. Yeah. We'll chew it over. Great name, great name, yeah. The other ones are the best, like you said. I'm gonna, I, I had a good joke, and I always like to share my good jokes. I've done it already, but I'll do it again. It's a suck it and see deal. It is, yeah, definitely. Little boy just to our left with his Cahill number seven shirt. Um, I mean, we're not renowned for shirt sales, Neil, but I do think there's going to be a few more sold as a consequence of Tim signing. Yeah, there's, there's been a few people online already slagging the club off about it, but, you know, he only signed yesterday. It would Give be Neil Ward if we didn't slag off the club shop for not having enough A's or no, no, running out of L's or terrible, something. terrible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I always remember the time I was sitting in this house there once, yeah. many, many years ago, and uh, a bloke of, shall we say, ample proportion sat down, <laughs> and on the back he just said, Dolan. <laughs> and I thought, well, you know, you couldn't have had Fitzgerald or something longer, but you certainly got room for it. <laughs> Apologies if you are that listener listening to that little anecdote there from Neil. It's a cool evening, it's not cold, it's cool. High cloud in the dark skies over South Bermondsey, the floodlights brilliantly illuminating the green field down in below us. We're high in block two tonight. Here come the two teams, dear listeners. Derby County, of course, gave us a good hiding up there at Pride Park, or whatever it's called now. It's got its uh, sponsor name there. Well, it was called Pride Park. 3-0, just before Christmas. Um, a madness of a few minutes um, defensive lapses up there. So we'll be looking to keep it tight tonight. They're a decent side. Second in the table coming into tonight's game. The Lions solidly placed in mid-table. Lower, lower uh, half mid-table respectability. On the edge of uh, being unrespectable. 
just caught on the fact there's no Steve Morrison out there, dear listeners. So it's going to be Lee Gregory up front. It's going to be Lee Gregory up there and Tom Elliott. So um, a weaker front line. The beat sounds of Lennon and McCartney blur out, hitting the band called the Beatles. So Derby kick us off, attacking the cold blow lane end in this midweek special show for you, dear listeners. We do like a midweek special, don't we? A bit of a... Once, was it once a night is once a week or so carry on joke I don't know should leave it there so back line is uh, Hutchinson Cooper Meredith McLaughlin just trying to look at one of the full backs is uh, is in midfield we've got Williams and Saville on the wings Jed Wallace Shane Ferguson up front of course Tom Elliott Lee Gregory Jordan Archer in goal one half minutes in, Derby coming down our left. 23 from halfway inside the half. He passes it wide right to the 14, who gives possession away quite cheaply, thankfully. Elliot, the much criticised Tom Elliot. Another big opportunity for him to show something here tonight. He's um, he did fantastically well up the leads to get that equalising goal, and then he, he blows hot and cold. Not much at all against Rochdale last Saturday. So another chance for him to turn something on tonight ball forwards, Elliot's penalised there we're just debating Neil and I the offside rule, now, there was a thing on Hoff wasn't there Neil, about you can be offside with the ball coming backwards, which I, I must admit I struggle with, but yeah. it's where um, people are coming, your positioning and, and, and where you're coming backwards yeah, into, into danger. Essentially the law is are you level with the ball or in front of the ball, you know, so that, that's where it comes in, so if right. you kick it if you're tight, let's pick a really bad winger from Mill's history off the top of the where, 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 where we come <laughs> where do we go yeah, we've got so many to do them. maybe when you know sideways or something like that yeah, you're yeah. running back and trying to get the ball then you, yeah, you're offside and also you know if you come back and try and tackle the defender you're offside as well so technically it doesn't have to go strange scenario I, mean, I must admit it wouldn't have occurred to me to say you can be offside with the ball going backwards but it does in ice hockey can you be offside <laughs> yeah, yeah you can yeah can um, it's uh, in your kind of own half as it were in ice hockey and if you hit it forwards yeah. and you're the only um, player inside the 20-yard line like you used to have on Zabuka, you're offside. We live and learn. I, I, my knowledge of um, ice hockey has uh, been illuminated there. I, I knew little about that sport. Not a sport I particularly like, if I'm honest with you. NBA basketball, NHL ice hockey, I struggle with. I, I, I don't, um, don't dig those sports. I, I, I enjoy American football. I, I love baseball. But the uh, NHL... NBA don't don't um, float my boat, dear listeners. Do they float your boat? You tell me. Talk to me at CBL underscore magazine on the Twitter. You know where I am. Here come the Lions down the right-hand side. Is Wallace taking on his man? It's a nice cross into the mix. That's over the top of everybody, but um, it was in the zone. Five and a half minutes. It's an interesting point, Neil. Steel adverts. We were just saying, weren't we? Um, you only get, does any person come to a football match? We're just looking at a WW Mars Steel advert. Does anyone actually come to a football match and think I'm going to get myself a load of steel as a consequence of that advert? I, I can't imagine. No, no, you know. You do see steel adverts at yeah. many, many places. Rain, Rainham Steel used to be a popular one. Rainham Steel. Yeah. But you only ever see them in football grains. I think that's a beauty as well, Rainham Steel. Little advertising audience. That's why you think, oh, I must pick up 100 weight of steel on the way home. <laughs> So the 19 down the right wing, six minutes. All in the mill box, that's headed clear. About two blocks worth of Derby fans, about two and a half blocks worth in the away ends. 
Not bad, it's a midweek game. It's uh, a lot of football going on at the moment, dear listeners, isn't there? A little throw into the box there. And that's hoofed clear by the Derby County defence. Jake Cooper's had a haircut, dear listeners. He's gone for a, a Kraftwerk man machine, 1977 era haircut. Maybe poses on the staircase with three of our mates in red shirts and black ties. Lino is, is, a, is a cunt. Ball breaks for Derby again. This is uh, Hutchinson escorting the 19 wide. He's got a man inside him, the 23. Ball runs across the centre of the defence. Gives the Lions a chance to break. It's an open game. As you can hear, it's a ball forwards, a poor ball forwards. The defender picks it up from Williams there. We feel the goal's imminent. This is Derby coming down our left at the moment. Little cut into the box. Looks like a handball and hoof clear. Handball by them, I hasten to add, not by our defence. 11 minutes gone. It's been all go so far. Good work there by Lee Gregory in the halfway inside the Derby half. Just thinking about the power of football advertising generally. I know that if advertising didn't work, they wouldn't spend so much money on it. But um, as we just said earlier on, speculate. Do, do many people buy steel as a result of seeing marsteel.com at Millwall? Or did I get their roof done? Many new people, I mean. Like DCS has shot from Tamania. Whilst I'm waffling, 11 minutes, caught on the volley, on the edge of the D, straight into the arms of the keeper. Let's watch it again on the screen. It's headed up by Lee Gregory, and Elliot catches it on the volley. It's a powerful shot, but straight at the goalkeeper. Good effort. Derby County as good as Wolves, says Neil Harris, speaking to John Kelly of the news at Den. He says we're going to need to be switched on for the full 90 minutes, which has been a bit of a fault of ours so far this season, switching off at times. Certainly hurt us up there at, uh, at Derby just before Christmas. Harris says, having watched the game back again for the second time, we played very, very well up there at Derby and created better chances than they did, but we didn't score them, Neil. They had good spells on the ball and they hurt us, but we had some really good spells and hurt them. I do agree we need to stay switched on. I think that's that hurt us at Leeds as well, the away game now. And you just can't relax against the, the, the quality of the opposition in this division is such that you just can't, uh, you can't rest, you can't have moments of, of, of not focusing. The other loan signing for the season, of course, Jason Shackell, who did OK against Rochdale last Saturday, is ineligible to play tonight, if, even if he was given in consideration with uh, Hutchinson back. But um, as an ex-Derby player, he can't play against his own side, so um, he couldn't have taken the field even if he, if he was a contender. 15 minutes, comes towards the 16th minute. Lions pressing their opponents, Derby, in their own half. It's Tom Elliott on the edge of the D. Does well to retain possession, get it wide. Shane Ferguson as the clock goes past the 16th minute he's got Meredith overlapping him he creates space does well there the ball into the box Elliot trying to get the flick head on it goes into the 33 behind him unfortunately and Derby will clear well he's a boo boy but he's not doing too bad at the moment Elliot he's looked a little bit brighter same as Ferguson as well yeah. I mean Ferguson everyone's saying oh we need left wing because um, O'Brien's out but Ferguson's a much better Northern Irish I know it's no great um, accolade but Northern Irish international international is international he is. Offside there, long ball forwards. Derby break forward as we get towards the 18th minute. Wide right, this is the 19 inside the middle box. That's flapped at by Archer and another fantastic block there by the defender. Archer went forward for the cross, couldn't quite get his fingertips on it. It fell to the Derby forward and that was Hutchinson with a critical uh, block. Let's watch it again, ball into the middle there. Archer flaps at it and puts it into the path of the oncoming. Differing opinion to my left there. He got fingertips on it, pushed yeah. it into his, into his path. He did do that, but it was swerving away from him, so, you know. Hutchinson with a critical block, disagree on that much. Yeah. Corner on the left-hand side. 
swung in near post corner. Fairly clear. This is Williams gets a little piece of it, and uh, Derby will keep possession just for 19. They're just getting critical blocks and tackles in at last one. They, they look like a team that want to pass their way through our defence. Whereas we always look more uh, more direct, don't we, dear listeners? Love it or hate it, that's how we are. Some last-ditch stand defending by the lines in this opening 20 minutes. Derby passing the ball around leftwards now. The real defence keeping them at bay in, on, on the edge of the penalty chair. They're, they're passing it back and forth. So far, so good. Long period of Derby possession at the moment. The Lions standing firm there, two banks of four in front of them whilst they pass the ball backwards and forwards. It's gone for a throw-in. 21 minutes, coming towards the halfway point in the first half. The, uh, the stage is set. They had their way, we have our way. Let's see who blinks first. There's an interesting tweet as well by Richard Sadlier online, um, talking about when he got sent off versus Stoke, when the, when the, the youngsters oh, yeah, beat him to yeah. um, So it was the only time he got sent off in his career, and he yeah. called the referee a shithead. <laughs> I suppose this, this far after the event, you can't really be done for it anymore, can you? Some great calls by, by Sadlier for uh, Cahill to sign the bloody contract as well, earlier in the week, some fantastic stuff. A great work, we'll say it again, it's put a real buzz, there's a wayward ball over the top, uh, this gives Jed Wallace... A chance to win the ball, and he does on the right hand side. It's a ball into the mix. High kick on me, Gregory. Referee gets nothing there. Now howling for penalty. Gregory stays down inside the box. The game leader, the spark, it might have got it there. Referee gave nothing. High ball on me, Gregory. As the ball was played into the six-yard box. 25 minutes. Pull play up now. Looks like Gregory now taking a clump on the head. Goalkeeper frantically calling for a trainer. And he's now showing your head. That's going to um, enrage the crowd. Uh, blood I can see from this distance. I'm high in the stand. Well, if they didn't know before, they do now what they are. <laughs> Would have been a penalty anyway. Dangerous play. It's an indirect free kick. It's when they finally went up on the wall. I've got bloody referee sat next to me here tonight. Uh, <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. Infuriating, he's probably right. <laughs> we'll have to do a scientific survey at some point, some kind of analysis of just how shit our refs are, really. As against anecdotally. Well, he's brave, whatever the rights and wrongs of he's bravely sticking his head in where it hurts. So, getting good applause, he comes off. Cahill would have scored. Cahill would have scored. <laughs> well, Tim speaking on one of the um, interviews, club interviews, said it hasn't changed down there at all, so he will remember the free and easy use of the C word down there. Probably wouldn't have got so much of that in Australia, I dare say. But there we are. Gregory down below us, splashing his face with water. He's got um, some kind of a poultice applied to his head. He will return shortly. 26 minutes gone. He's got the crowd interested. Fantastic draw last night, incidentally, dear listeners. The FA Cup, if we can beat Rochdale. Tottenham at home. If they can beat Newport County. There's a lot of ifs. But what a fantastic tie up be, Milvey Tottenham at home. Possibly with uh, the, the Timmy C coming off the bench to score a late, late uh, game winner. Wouldn't that be good? Coming towards the 31st minute, Derby once again in possession, halfway inside the middle half. There's been a lot of this passing backwards and forwards. This is the 14 on the right side. They're going back across, across the line of the, uh, the uh, defence there. That's a ball through. Picked up easily enough by Joel Nash on 31 minutes. So far, so good on that front. But they do look like they want to uh, 
dissect the mill defence with that killer pass and um, we do look a little bit susceptible to that at times. There was a nostalgia video I saw in the week, I think ahead of this Derby fixture, the um, first game in the old first division, which was against Derby, first home game, which we won 2-1 as I recall. Um, first game in the top flight at the Den, at Coldblow Lane. Sheringham scored that day, I believe. I think Herlock, for, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember the adrenaline rush of when the, goal, the, the ball went in there. Um, Derby, um, shortening goal that day for Derby. Mark Wright, I remember in defence, England player. Mark Wright for the, uh, Derby. Sponsored by the old pension thief himself, Robert Maxwell, at that time. Probably not sponsored in reality. He's got his neighbour's shot. Tom Millett then pulled up for a foul there. To the chagrin of the Mill crowd. But yeah, what a game. What a moment. Perhaps the pinnacle of my footballing life, 1988. Mill taking the field from the old first division. Derby County, our first opponents in the top flight. Long while ago now. 30 years. They've got two very different styles, haven't you? They're, they're passing the ball. We want to get the ball forward every opportunity. Yeah. There is a I mean, they, pass, they do pass it very well. I mean, they've got some good players. But, yeah. you know, I think we've had more shots on target. Have we? We've had some shots on target. They, they, they've had a lot of possession, but they haven't really carved out. Well, there was one, one that uh, Archer took, I remember. Yeah. But no, not, not by comparison. Do you remember when Derby beat West Ham in the Charity Shield? Derby beat West Ham in the Charity Shield? I don't remember that one. Yeah, mate. 75. They won two. Oh, the FA Cup when they were champions, yeah. weren't they? They were, yeah. And West Ham were FA Cup when they yeah. I don't remember the Charity Shield game. I remember was when Kevin Keegan and Brittany Brennan yeah. had a fight, didn't they? Got sent off in the Charity Shield, and there was this kind of national outcry that they were in a, a Charity Shield match and fighting. That's lost its magic as well, isn't it? The it lost its magic then, mate. <laughs> the Watley Cup had more magic for me than the Charity Shield. Well, I was in a, in a pub. So they had a quiz the night before and apparently yeah. these questions where you could win to like a grand or so and if no one gets it they put the question above the bar and the question was when was the first charity shield when was the first charity shield I would think it I would think a post-war thing post the first world war uh, post-war war 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 so 19, 1900s then, post 1902, three, something like that. It's uh, 1907, I think it is, or 19, oh, 1907. 1907, 1908. There used to be a tradition of charity games, didn't there? I remember seeing after the First World War some charity games for the Lions, you know, and other clubs also. Yeah. It must have come from that kind of idea of. Um, well, it was all, It used like to be professionals versus amateurs and things like that, didn't it? So. Yeah, professionals and amateurs, yeah. Savile getting, um, drawing a free kick there, to the ironic amusement the Lions fans so it's going to be a free kick for Millwall it's going to be about three four yards short of D central a little bit of a way out I would think in terms of a shot from here you've got Wallace and Savile standing over it 37th minute spray cans out there we go Savile straight into the wall Meredith puts it back into the middle there was like a hand in there there was a hand in there referee didn't see it clearly ball high in the air Meredith misses it. Ball still bouncing around. It's going to go for a throw into Derby to the disagreement of the Lions fans around me in block two. 38 minutes. 
remember seeing an old Millwall programme, it was something like the, the possibles versus the probables, and yeah. you'd have games like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Reds versus the Blues, yeah. you know. Trial matches. Yeah, yeah, trial games, like a reserve fixture, so you'd have your, your strongest 11 against your second string 11. Lest we forget the Dennis Waltman show business 11. <laughs> the Des O'Connor, uh, yeah. they would be involved in the showbiz 11. And I think they used to draw a crowd or two in their day, such was the um, birth of public entertainment at that time. Coming towards the 39th minute of the game. Des O'Connor used to um, do a column in the in middle programme when I first started going. He had a, an actual column each programme um, from floodlight, from footlight to floodlight, he called it, by Des O'Connor, the, uh, one of the leading entertainers of the day in the 70s. And, and still quite recently, of course. Well, the cliche says clash of styles. That's very much what we've had in this, this half of football, dear listeners. It has been the, um, the attempted artistry of Derby and the more um, speed-based direct approach of the Lions. So far, both cancelling each other out. That said, where we have um, conceded possession, there's been at least one or two bodies in front of the ball very, very quickly. So um, Neil Harris's pre-match injunction to stay switched on seems to be kept to so far. 41 minutes in, 42 coming up. The ball back towards the goalkeeper. There's Lee Gregory in the monks now. Goalkeeper having to uh, hoof it into touch to the, the delight of the crowd under pressure. Great tackle. Great tackle by George Savile. Wins the ball. This is Lee Gregory. Inside he finds Wallace. Shot blocked by the 34. Just outside the D there. 44 minutes. Great tackle there by George Savile. Perfectly timed. The quality of some of the tackles we've seen in recent games. I'm thinking back to Chacal on, on Saturday when he had a, a goal-saving tackle. And that one down there by... Jules Savile a few moments ago has been, been real quality. Well, that makes poor grammatical sense. Have been of high quality. That's probably a better way to put it. Went all South London there, dear listeners, didn't I? There's the half. Nil, nil, Derby County, nil. Strange half of football in some ways. Uh, two very different styles of, uh, of play there, nil, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but Derby make a lot of mistakes, aren't they? Let's be honest. They've made a lot of errors, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, but we just don't able to capitalise on them. You know, they're getting um, shut down pretty quickly, aren't they? And they're, they're being pressured into making schoolboy errors, which is what you'd when say. We, when we do make errors in defence, I think we've got bodies in front of the ball quite quickly. I would, yeah. I would say we've stayed quite focused in the half. Yeah, it's an interesting game, isn't it? Um, the referee hasn't made many friends, like you say. Like, but, um, you know... Coming the mistake, something Elliot had a great shot from that, and they kind of put the ball through to Gregory, you know, got caught and what have you. But yeah, so it's a strange one because they are vulnerable at the back at times, you know, and they've been bailed out either by. We haven't had any really outrageous chances, yeah. but we're looking dangerous when we go forward. Yeah, so. but then again, so are they. Yeah, there it is. Going to be one by both sides, nil-nil, half time. We shall be back very, very shortly. Achtung, Milbal. Now, as some uh, followers of my Twitter feed may know, I've put my name down for a very, very good cause on behalf of a young lady, Isla Caton. You may have followed this online. Um, if not, I make no apologies for bringing it to your attention. Um, now, this this young lady belongs to a well-known West Ham family. Um, clearly, we all know about the rivalry in Millwall West Ham, but I'm going to put that to one side because this brave young lady, um, only two or three years old, is 
uh, in need of funding to travel to the USA for vital cancer treatment, not available on the NHS in this country. Now, to lend my support, um, I've joined something called the Team Isla Walk, and it's going to be from the West Ham United Training Ground, unusually for, the, for a Millwall fan, of course, from the West Ham Training Ground, which is out near Chadwell Heath, to the London Stadium in Stratford on April the 14th, 2018. It's about a 10-mile walk. I'm going to be doing it with um, a, a large number of West Ham fans. Um, but as the slogan says, cancer has no colours. This is a brave young lady, and I'm asking for support from the Millwall family, listeners to this show, and from any direction at all, to be quite honest with you. Um, this is a great cause. Too many kids in our country are suffering with these cancer conditions, and this funding is to uh, travel to the US for... Um, treatment that we just can't get here at the moment. Now, it's linked in with the Bradley Lowry Foundation and as their blurb has it, it's been set up to help families who need to fundraise for treatment or equipment not available on the NHS. They support families through their fundraising campaign in order to help achieve their targets. We offer support uh, and grants where eligible. So I will publish a link to my Just Giving page that I've set up. It's Nick's Millwall Walk for Isla in support of Isla Caton. West Ham calls, but we will firmly step up to the mark when these, these situations arise. I want to thank everybody, everybody who's, who's uh, benefited the um, my Just Giving page so far. Um, there's a Team Isla page, and I've set up a Millwall page to support it too. It'd be nice to get more money in than they do, wouldn't it, listeners? Visit my, my um, Twitter account, <clears throat> and I'll also put a link in. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. On this show, on the show notes and every show note from here to the end of the season until the event itself to support this fantastic cause. Thank you for listening to this appeal. 
Achtung, Mehlball. Few half-time tweets for you, dear listeners. Charlie Thryker says absolute shit cunt of a ref. Andrew MFC says the offside decision where they then took a free kick five yards inside our half was bizarre. This ref is clueless. John Kelly says it must be a penalty. Gregory goes to head. Wallace is cross and is caught by a boot by the, to the head. Nothing given. Although we do have some differing differing of views and opinions here, John. Dangerous play. Dangerous play. Dangerous play. So that's free that's kick. an indirect free kick. Indirect free kick. You can think far back. Do you remember when we played Liverpool in the Cup yeah. in the 88-89 season? Les Bryley, I think it was, got boot in the face. Or was it Curlock? One of the two in the box. You haven't screamed for a penalty. And they gave an indirect, indirect free, free kick. Indirect free kick. And it's, it's dangerous play, so it's not a foul. So, you know. Ice hockey, the nuances of the offside rule and now the nuances of dangerous play you get everything on this show dear listeners Lions Bite says he doesn't believe that Tom Elliott is six foot four if he was by the law of averages he would win the occasional header I don't think Tom's done too badly this half Lions Bite he's won headers he's done well um, he's, he's not um, he's not going to set the world on fire but he's not done as badly as I fear some want to make out He's had both uh, chances on target, one of which was a header. Yes, very correct. And finally, Lee Dolby says so much for the Cahill effect that I bet there were more people on the aeroplane from Australia than there are in the den tonight. I don't think it's that bad of a crowd, but it's uh, certainly nothing um, nothing extortionate tonight, that's for sure. Neil's actually got the rules of the game on his phone, so we've got playing in a dangerous manner. Okay, so there's physical contact. The action becomes an offence punishable with a direct free kick or penalty kick. Right. But that's playing in a dangerous manner. He actually went for the ball, though, didn't he? So he went for the ball. Yeah, let's have a look. Let's go up. So it should have been a penalty so far. This is FIFA's rules, as compiled by Set Blatter. Except where Millwall concerned. Oh, there's a clause. It's, it's, the, it's the Millwall clause, they call that. Catch 22. There are four offences for which an indirect free kick is also awarded to the opposing team of a player in the opinion of the referee plays in a dangerous manner. Dangerous play as against playing in a dangerous manner. (laughs) Playing in a dangerous manner gives you a direct free kick. Well, they've got photos here, and to be fair, it does look like in these pictures they are kung fuing someone's head. Yeah, the but in that image the there, that looks like a Cameroonian player in a World Cup. It looks like two Cameroonian players, to be honest. Kung Fu in each other's I heads. I don't know what they've got. That head height. Yeah. I suppose the argument would be there where Gregory's uh, head was at a lower level. Oh, there we go. If a player plays in a dangerous manner in a normal challenge, the referee should not take any disciplinary action. So it should have been an indirect free kick, but, you know, it's not yeah. popular. I think we've settled it. Who needs VAR when you've got Andrews and Hearts at high in block two? And access to the rules of the game. I, I don't, yeah, it wasn't like he went flying in with his foot. Is he? He's gone. He's, he's tried to win the ball legally. Yeah, I thought it was a slight mist in here. It's actually raining. It started raining quite hard. And away we go with the second half, dear listeners. Lions in the rain will be attacking the cold blow lane end. Derby coming at the, the away end. Long ball forwards early. A highly controversial referee not giving a. A free kick there under some uh, some comment from the Coldblow Lane end. Elliot took a bit of a slip there. It's going to be a throw-in for the Lions on the right side. I've discovered a miracle product that keeps my hands warm, dear listeners. I bought it in Decathlon the other day. So it looks like a tea bag. It's got some kind of um, powder inside it and it warms up. You have to rub it together. It looks like a, a tea bag or a, a sachet of um, drugs or something. And you, uh, you rub it together and it keeps your hand warm. Very important when a gentleman gets to my stage of life, Neil. <laughs> uh, you still 
doing Axel Mill <laughs> <laughs> Nice work by Elliot, he's pulled back there by the defender, held off his man, done well there, he used his strength, he's a big man. He's won a corner on the left-hand side, that's what we want to see. 47 minutes, Tom Elliott's starting to use his, his upper body strength, he's clearly got it, he held his man off there and had to be physically restrained by a Derby defender. Again, no, no free kick seen by the, the referee, charlatan referee. After all that, this is Derby on the break, 48 minutes. And down the middle, got a man wide left, ball out wide left. It's head inside the box. He's gone stumbling, trying to work a penalty. Mill can see the corner. 14 for Derby's looking a dangerous player. Now he looks quite useful. That's wisdom, isn't it? Yeah. Number 14. One of their better players. Eddie Rhodes, it's going to be a left-sided corner. Coming towards the 49th minute. Short one, let's come back to the 10. Let's go for another corner. Second corner in succession, that's swung in over the bar whilst Jordan Archer clings to the, the crossbar. Williams being caught on the ball there, just wanting a moment too long. Done that a couple of times tonight, it's not been one of his better shows so far. Shawnee Williams, 54 minutes. And ball, and it was the cry, no free kick given, you will gather. Which gives Derby the, uh, the possession now, There's the referee is clearly going to be a point of controversy after the game, that's a cross that went nowhere over the bar. Or is Tom Adelston wearing ruby slippers? Yeah, he's got a kind of a curious um, footwear, like a yellow, almost goes upwards somehow, doesn't it? It's odd. Because they do look like slippers, like Aladdin-style slippers. Yeah. Something you might wear in a pantomime. Terminate. It's the fashion, mate. Bring back black ones. Gola. Derby on the break, it's going to be Jake Cooper that deals with the danger. Over into the right-hand corner. It's going to go for a goal kick. Nice work. Jake Cooper, 55 minutes. Bring back Stylo matchmakers. Gola. Wolko. Is it Wolko? Wolko. Where was it? I need that extra strike. The ones you used to get in the shoe shops, they're always good as well. So 56 minutes, it's going to be a Millwall free kick dead on the halfway line, right near the right side touchline. Hutchinson launches it forwards, he's searching for Elliot, who gets his head to it, it falls right, this is McLaughlin now, chance to get the ball back in from the side of the penalty, that's behind the forwards, unfortunately. <clears throat> Error by McLaughlin, allows Derby to break. All right, the 14 going down the right side. They've got an awful lot in front of them at the moment, but that could change. 57 minutes, Derby finding men now. 23, coming down towards the D. No foul given. I mean, that was a foul. An erratic referee, dear listeners. Erratic. In our favour on that occasion. Here come Derby again. There's a penalty area. This is the 23. This is going to be the 44. They're retaining possession a lot on the edge of our penalty area. A shot over the bar. 44. Who's 44? That's Tom Huddleston. Obviously not magic slippers he's got. Shot slams into the middle defence. We're just sitting off him a little bit at the moment. Dear listeners, you can hear the unrest it's causing around me in the crowd. We're just giving them a little bit too much time. They're passing the ball at will. And we're not getting much of the ball. Ball launched forward, deep from defence, is a Lee Gregory, can he get through a goal? It's going to go for a corner, the defender just got a touch to it before Gregory was able to take control of the ball there. 
There it is, that's the game in a nutshell. Loads and loads and loads of possession for Derby. Mill one ball falls and we look like we could have scored. Could be a left-sided uh, corner. In comes a corner. Deep, deep, deep. Cooper gets ahead to it. Falls to Elliott. Slams it over from close. That was a real opportunity. Took and turned but put it over the bar. 60 minutes. Let's watch the replay. That was a real chance to realize. There was a deep corner. Uh, Cooper got his head to it. It falls just behind Tom Elliott. Takes and turns. As he did at Leeds, but he put that one high. Whereas at Leeds he kept it on the floor. Elliott berating Hutchinson. He wanted the longer ball there. He just checked his run. I think he felt he was going too far. Out into no man's land. They're running from defence. Elliott wanted a long ball. And he's just, uh, absolutely screaming at him to, to have made that pass. He didn't in the end, as you'll gather. From Derby. Both teams looking dangerous. Fantastic work there by Lee Gregory in the tackle. Wins a free kick. 62 minutes. I have a question for you. When was the last time you saw a game of football yeah. where one side never made a substitution? It used to happen in the old days, back in the days of one substitute. Um, modern era. I have a sense times last season we didn't use many substitutes until quite late in the game but I'm not sure any at all I'd have to check I can't think of one off the top of my head what about you dear listeners can you think of a game last game where no subs were made you'd have to be going back to even the era of two subs you know two or three I can't think of that I'd be going back a long way let's put it that way back in the old days the uh, sub not used was seen often enough wasn't it where you have 11 and 1 you know um, but not so much in the era of what, um, squads on the side and, and uh, up to three substitutes. It's a closely fought field midfield, dear listeners. This is Derby on the break here. A ten, great tackle in there by McLaughlin. Allows Savile to bring out. It's, it's, it's a hard-fought game. Both sides committed. Both have different styles, but both sides giving everything. Just as I said, that Wallace played a poor ball. Maybe I should shut up. 64 minutes. A little bit of Keystone Cops defending there between Meredith and, and Cooper, but it's put out for a, a throw-in and safety after a fashion, after the back and forth in the wrong direction. Solid challenge by Sean Hutchinson. And the cheers of the crowd. That's what I want to see. Good Millwall challenge. I'm trying to think. Got me thinking about substitutes now. Last time I saw substitute substituted, I, I can think of Rob Pulse on his la the last days of Rob Pulse. He was a substitute, I think, that came in and got substituted. I remember Paul Wilkinson. Wilkinson, yeah. yeah. yeah famous one, wasn't it? Of course, that couldn't have happened until the year of multi-substitutes. Look back in the olden days of one substitute only. I the much maligned Ferguson that I everyone do doesn't like think to anything in him. I do like him, he's great. He's, you know, he, he surprises people, but he's not the kind of winger people want, you know, they beat everyone. He's one of those... Do you remember John Robinson and Forrest? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not much pace, but you couldn't get the ball off him. Yeah. And I think Ferguson's the same, he puts it some... Yeah, he's, he's, he's an odd winger in that way, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's, he's got something about him. He's got a great cross for the ball as well. Yeah, he is. Wins a free kick here for the Lions on 68. Left side. It'll be Williams that takes this one. It's deep towards Jake Cooper. Gets his head onto it. It's headed down. Gregory nips in front of the goalkeeper. He can't get a decent cross. It's headed back and forth in front of goal. It can't. Does just doesn't fall in front of one of the oncoming Millwall players. Derby break. Good tackle in the centre circle. The referee's letting some go. To both sides benefit now. We, we, we're benefiting from his largesse. And it goes flying there. He's saying he's took one in the mush. 
He's got up. Could have taken the hard one. He's screaming around him. Bodies flying everywhere. The game is the game has exploded, dear listeners. Elliot and the uh, defenders have a push and shove. Elliot feels he got smacked in the mouth. He's got up quite quickly. He's, he's doing his night out of time, Elliot, with a 33. Referee's calling him over. 69 minutes. Elliot feels he got smacked in the mouth in a challenger. Referee gave nothing in real time. He's actually doing his doing his rag out there. Now he's getting booked. He's getting booked for having, having his mouth smacked. Ryan substitution. This looks like Fred coming in. Who's coming out? Number 10's coming out. Uh, 11's coming out. So Ferguson's coming out. Fred's coming in. Presumably a three up top. Unless Fred's going to go on the wing. I think he's a bit of pace, I think, down there. Little player down on the halfway line. Who's that down? Oh, long's loose. The 32's inside the penalty here. There's long through to Jordan Archer. There's a moment there. The, the middle bench are doing their nut down at... Oh, that's Conor McLaughlin that's gone gone down, tracking back. He, he just he just went down. I didn't see what happened to him there, Neil, did you? No, he didn't clash with him. He caught his studs in the turf. He's, he's gone down, stayed down, but he seems seems better. 75 minutes. There's a, a lot of rain suddenly falling again. It looks quite misty out there, but it's rain pouring down. McLaughlin with a throw in. It's a, a short, long one towards Elliot, who tried to catch his man there, but it's gone for another mill throw. McLaughlin combining with, with Wallace and Fred all pulled into the box towards Elliot he just can't get on it muscled off by the 14 and he commits a, a foul right uh, near the goal line so it's a, a, a not a dangerous place but he was just muscled out of that by the 14 Wisdom Norman Wisdom yeah. Mr Grimsdale he's playing well that he's playing well yeah. what's the Norman Wisdom feel when they get the, the council road diggers they get mixed up with the D-Day landings and they set up behind enemy lines in France and they managed to control the Waff and SS Panzer Division by setting up a, a road, a road uh, you know, stop-go sign. I want to say same in private mind, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> Fred on the run. Refresh still on the run. He's, he's kept possession somehow. This, the ball's loose. It falls to Jed Wallace. Fantastic save on the goalkeeper. Shot from the edge of the penalty by Jed Wallace. Big moment there. And ball surely not given. Derby on the break, 77 minutes, end-to-end stuff, fantastic challenge by Sean Hutchinson, just breaks the move up, Derby do keep the ball, 77 minutes still, fantastic running shot there by Wallace, great save by the goalkeeper, play for England that bloke, that goalkeeper. Still firm in defence tonight, dear listeners. I mean, it's still 13 minutes to go, so the time for that opinion to change. But we've done a, done a job. The guys have certainly looked the more dangerous side, but Derby do still threaten when they come forward. So it is still an open game, dear listeners. Scotland legend, was he a Scots player, was he? Anya. The Mc- McAnya. Did he? He's got, um, he's one of those players, got a lot of pace, yeah. but he can run into cul-de-sacs um, when he shouldn't be. Arby coming forwards, 83rd minute, retaining the possession as is their one. Leftwards is the three and the eight in front of him, Anya. Big ball into the middle is the eight, that's one more Derby. Offside, wow. Offside. To see that again. I couldn't really show it. I thought that was a good goal. Lines was calling offside. Lines catch a break. 83 minutes. Have to see it again. Did look to offside as they were making it out to be nil. But we'll take it. 
Fred on the halfway. He's pulled behind by the full team. It's got to be a booking. Had his shirt tugged as he turned him. Done well there, Fred, but he's drawn a, a free kick. Should be a yellow. This is a yellow. Williams takes deep towards Jake Cooper. Gets his head to it. It turns. It's almost, almost falls to Elliot. Shot from Savile blocked. It's been a relentlessly paced game. It's been quite, quite a decent game to watch, Neil. It has. I've enjoyed it, you know. If I, I'm not a neutral. If I were, it'd be a great game. Mm, yeah, no, it has been. It's been playing in a decent-ish spirit. So. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say. Free kick for the Lions. Hutchinson's going to take right on the halfway line. 87 minutes now. Launch forwards. Cooper gets his head to it. It, it just doesn't fall for him. This is Meredith. Little one-twos for Gregory. That's going to be taken out by the defender there. It was just a moment that looked like it could be more dangerous than it was. Fred on a run. What can Fred do? Straight down the middle. He's got Elliot overlapping him. Chance on the, on the left-hand side. That's gone for a corner. Leave the better ball into the middle. Gregory and Fred sniffing. Got a corner on the left side as it is. Nice little run by Fred. He looked dangerous there. Down the middle. What have they done to him? Galvanising, but it's, the, player, it's called the Cahill effect. Yeah. Left sided corner. He looks dangerous every time he gets the ball. Yeah, I, I don't know what they've done to him. 89 minutes. Left sided Millwall corner. And it comes. It's deep, 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 deep. There's Cooper headed on target. It's bouncing around still. Oh, off the line. Off the line. Didn't cross the line. Bouncing around inside the middle of the Derby box there. Derby on the break now. McLaughlin checks his man, concedes a free kick. That's going to be a, um, a, a yellow card for him. Professional foul, I think that's called. Harvey broke out from defence. He blocked him. You know, you, you can shield the ball, but not when you ain't got control of it. No. Back to ice hockey, body checking, aren't we? Kind of, yeah, but he did the right thing there. Little throwing. Can't be many seconds left in the game now. Last chance saloon for the Lions. Oh. To Elliot on the near, near the kind of six yard box, it's bouncing around inside the area there. Back out to uh, Meredith. Gone for a corner, surely. Lions Cole, real last gasp saloon. Williams launches it in, it's a near post, it's Cooper bouncing around in the box. It's Fred. There's the final whistle. Probably a fair result, I'd say. Actually, a hard fought go there, Neil. Entertaining nil-nil, as they say. The entertaining nil-nil. Two, two decent sides, very different styles. Um, but yeah, hard fought, entertaining nil-nil. Can't argue with that. Got your money's worth, dear listeners. Mill nil, Derby County nil. Good game, good game. Achtung, Mehlball. Well then, dear listeners, a few post-match tweets for you, just as a, a wrap-up after that pretty solid nil-nil draw, in all honesty, for the Lions. I thought it was a pretty sound performance overall. It's the second in the table side. Um, Derby looked like they had quality, um, but we brought real fight and real power to the to the occasion. I thought it was a very entertaining nil-nil draw. Bermondsey Boy, speaking on Twitter, says, if there's ever a player that shows you what Millwall is all about, it's Sean Hutchinson. He was a solid player last night. Cut him in half, he'd have Millwall going for him like a stick of rock and bleed blue, says the Bermondsey Boy. Glenn, this is Millwall, says, if we went down to seven players on the pitch, Lee Gregory would cover the four positions on his own. Seriously, someone supply me a heat map of him during a game. I can't imagine there's a blade of grass left to see on it. Uh, Jake Sanders, journo, journo Jake, says Sean Hutchinson could block 
Aubameyang's move to Arsenal, sensational defending for Millwall. Neil Harris speaking to John Kelly refers to an impending signing, another signing. We saw Tim Cahill come out tonight. We've got uh, Shackell, Jason Shackell in on, on Saturday last. And also, of course, Harry Toffolo, who's also um, been signed to the squad. But another one looming, says Neil Harris, speaking to John Kelly after the game, is Ben Marshall of uh, Wolver- Wolverhampton Wanderers winger. Watch this space, he says. Expected to be confirmed tomorrow. Exciting times at the den. The Mill Supporters Club says that although Derby manager Gary Rowett didn't see it, he believes Lee Gregory could have got a penalty. That would be the, uh, the kick in the head he took in the first half. Six stitches in Lee's head, says Neil Harris. If that isn't dangerous play, then I don't know what is, he says. Sean Hutchinson was so good tonight, says the Bermondsey boy again. Another one for Bermondsey boys on a roll. So good tonight he could block Brexit. Hutch knocked the fucking breakfast out of Viadra. That was the um, derby forward, says Daniel M. He needed that from the off. Solid performance from my Millwall today. Speaking to the Mill Supporters Club, Neil Harris says Tim Cahill won't be fit for a couple of weeks yet. He hasn't done a lot in the last seven weeks. We have to be patient, says Neil. But he's given the club a big lift. We can't stand still. More Hutch praise for from This Is Millwall. Glenn, he says he gets more blocks in than Glenn does on Tinder. Unreal defending. And finally, Neil Harris closes out with, with a praise for Derby, and I, I think realistic praise. Good team, he says. The reason they are a good team is they have great experience. That's a fantastic point for us at the Den. They had more quality, but we created the best chances. Well said, Neil Harris. A good, enjoyable game for me tonight. That was a hard-fought winter's game, English winter's game. Two different styles, both clashed, both cancelled each other out. Great performance from the Lions to, to go um, that far against the club of uh, Derby's standing and Derby's resources. So that's going to close out this midweek special of Achtung Mill. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back at the weekend. We're we'll back at Reading. So until Sunday's show, it's Arrivederci Millwall. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.